What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, on what percentage do you disagree with me on? Everything. No, okay, fine. Not everything. Like, uh, maybe like 20%. 20%? Yeah. I can rock with that. So we 80-20? We yes. All right, cool. Wait, wait, wait. Can Whoa. we, before the interview, just say... I really respect you and value you, even though half the stuff you say today, I'm not gonna agree with at all. What's happening? No captain. We ain't about to get a plate. Go pull up to the table. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table. I'm excited today because we're definitely gonna keep it real. <laughs> Some of y'all may think it's not relatable, but it is uh, because I'm super excited uh, because I have my friend here at the table today, uh, multi-millionaire Terry Ejioma, and uh, she is killing the game. Uh, but before we get to my guest, I want to set this show up uh, with something that I just recently found because um, it- it's dope. It's dope. Let me tell you right now, for those of you all... Um, who do not normally listen to my show all the way through, you're going to want to listen to this show all the way through. Because a recent Gallup poll reported that 56% of Americans own stock. Now, you all know I'm very big uh, when it comes to building wealth, especially for investing. I'm a firm believer. Uh, you got to create a solid foundation of investing 15% of your money into a good growth stock mutual fund um, and a good Roth 401k or 401k, whatever the options you have or whatever your 401k package. But you do that after you pay off your debt and you build a fully funded emergency funds. That's from my good friends, Ramsey Solutions, following their baby steps. Now, here's the thing. 
Um, and, and I just want to be honest up front. Now, once you pay off and once you do all that type of stuff, let's say you got some extra money and the latest kicks uh, come out or you see a Gucci bag or a Louis Vuitton bag and you say, you know what, instead of for doing this, I actually want to invest. Um, I'm all for it. You know, I, I have no problem with what you want to do with your leisure fun money uh, because today's guest mastered uh, the investing and trading world. OK, and so Miss Terry uh, of Trade and travel is at the table today. Uh, Terry has an amazing story. She went from working as an assistant principal, making $60,000 a year, uh, to paying off all her debt, to now making millions of dollars a year trading uh, in the stock market. Now, she teaches everybody, not really everybody, but a lot of people, um, how to make $1,000 a day. I know that sounds a little bit off. Okay, because I had to talk to her about this too. Like, is it really a thousand dollars? But you know, she she came to the table. I'm gonna ask her some good old questions, some challenging questions too, because I, I just want to know what's good, you know. But I definitely got to say this: I've done my research. Um, Terry is the number one creator on Teachable.com. Uh, that is confirmed, um, and I have witnessed um, this young lady uh, do some amazing things financially and helping a lot of a lot of people. So can y'all help me welcome to the table for the very first time, my new friend, and she's become a dear friend, uh, Terry. What's up, Terry? Hey. Use love hey, at the table. Yo, 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 yo. All right. <laughs> so let, let's, let, let's, let's, let, let's get into it. You know what I'm saying? You're doing some things out there. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just be real. We've already had some conversations. We were already on IG Live disagreeing with each other a little bit. Okay? Now, on what percentage do you disagree with me on? Everything. No, okay, fine. Not everything. Like, uh, maybe like 20%. 20%? Yes. I can rock with that. So we we 80-20. Yes. All right, cool. Wait, wait, wait. Can Whoa. we, before the interview, just say, I really respect you and value you, <laughs> even though half the stuff you say today, I'm not going to agree with at all. I just wanted I just wanted you to know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I'm with you. We can have a good conversation. You know, this, that's what it's all about. That's why I have you at the table. Uh, because, I mean, I believe, you know, I believe what you're doing is good and I just want to learn, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I ain't going to change what I believe. But that, that's why we friends, though, because we can right. just keep it 100. <laughs> we'll be on the phone for two hours just going back and forth, dreaming, disagreeing, but then dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, y'all got to bring you to the show. And then he'll be like, no, you're wrong. And then I'll be like, no, I'm right. And then later you'll be like, OK, fine, you were right, but I didn't tell you. I did not say the last yes, part. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh, Terry. Okay. Um, all right, all right. So let's 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 start. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know right now you are um, a multimillionaire, successful, a young millennial, um, single brothers, and uh, very very wealthy. But we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to ten years ago. Who was Terry ten years ago? Do you come from wealth? Oh no. Definitely not. Okay. I grew up with single mom and a grandmother. Okay. Like, it was three generations of women in the household. Wow. Yes. And my grandmother was feisty. That's where I get my feisty from. My grandma was always feisty. Yes. She was like, oh, he don't like you? Oh, he's stupid because you (laughs) my baby and and you cute. So, yeah, like, she's the one. Like, when I actually quit my job, she was like, and I'm not going to cuss, but she was the one that was like, oh, you need to go in there and tell them to kiss your and just walk on out because they don't respect you in that building. <laughs> so, yes, that was the granny. And then my mom was, like, super—she's, like, 
she she's like super funny, super mm. outgoing, but mm. she's very much practical. So mm. she was like the, oh, you need to have insurance. What are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do if you leave your job? But ten years ago, I was, ooh, ten years ago was. 20, let's just say 2010. That's when I started investing. Wow. Yeah. 2010. Mm-hmm. After the housing crash. What? That's when I started investing. So why did you get into investing in the first place? And when you say investing, you're talking about single stocks. I'm talking about stocks. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Why I, did you get into it? Well, so I actually was an investor in real estate earlier than that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was going to look for a real estate property and I was going to spend like 35000 on the property. Okay. But then my realtor kept talking about how he was investing in AIG, which at the time had just crashed okay. and he had made all this money. Wow. So I was like, well, why would I put 35000 on the house? I could just put it into the stock market and try to learn how to make money that way. Okay. That way I keep my investment. I didn't have to do it in down payment and I could actually make it grow. And you were doing this while you were a school teacher. I was. So I went, I've been in education for 10 years too. So wow. I, yeah. I worked for Teach for America for a little while, helping train teachers. Wow. Then I went to seminary and started working for a ministry. Okay. And like an education ministry. Okay. And then after that, started working as assistant principal. So you have your seminary degree? I do. I just learned that. Yep. Masters. Wow. Mm-hmm. Masters in, what's, what's your master's in? So they, I went to Dallas Theological Seminary, so they called it Media and Communications. Got you. But we still had to learn all the books of the Bible. And where's your undergrad from? MIT. MIT. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. MIT. Well, yeah. I interned on Wall Street at MIT. MIT. That, that probably helps the story. MIT. Okay. All right. Did you graduate with any student loan debt? I... Actually, so I got a full ride, but then I studied abroad in Spain. So I had $10,000 of student loan debt from studying abroad because they didn't pay for that. They didn't pay for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. So what? What? I'm curious because I, I really want the people to get to know you and know your heart. What got you into education? Well, honestly, when I first came out of college, I didn't go into investment banking. I decided to go into consulting, management consulting. Okay. And one of our clients was Teach for America. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And so when I said, oh, man, I just want to be like, I want to be more hands-on. I want to yeah. implement things. They said, well, why don't you think about going and working for our client? Yeah. And that's where I started working for their national team and training teachers. Wow. Making $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Back then, it wasn't that. What Back was then, it? it was like 45000 and 50000 and I And I worked in Chicago at first. Whoa, and- whoa. I didn't know that. I thought you was in Texas. So I was in Chicago, but I worked on the Houston Institute training teachers in Texas. 45000 in Chicago is not a lot of money. It's nothing. No. Wow. And they did the thing where if you're in one city, you make this, but if you move, you make a less. Yeah, like, yeah. So in Chicago, it was like, oh, you make 50000 But then when I moved to Texas, it was, actually, your your salary now equates to 49000 It was, um, yeah, it wasn't much at all. It wasn't. Okay. Mm-mm. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool. So... Let's um let's talk about this. So you come from humble beginnings, a strong, solid mother. Um, I met your mom. She's real cool. Love her spirit. And um, then you go out to Texas. You get into education. When did this, I know you just said, you know, you was into real estate first, but when did the hunger come or like, yo, like, I want to start making more money. Yeah. When did it, when did that start? So for me, it really wasn't about making more money. I just really liked investing. Like I liked stocks and then I liked real estate. And I was in both for 10 years. It's not so much I like numbers. I like problem solving. (laughs) 
Really, I do. No, no, no. That's I mean, that's what we spend half of our time talking about on the phone. And you do you do solve problems. Mm -hmm. So you look at investing as in solving a problem. Yes, because you think about like all the companies. Like this is my my fantasy football. Okay. Like I think about okay, well Apple's doing this. They have this new product coming out, and then their CEO is doing this. And then oh man, you got like Microsoft over here doing this. And then there's no chips in the world, so AMD and Nvidia are like fighting it out. Like this is my like fun. And then I just make money off of it because then you see how the companies are moving and you're like, their stock is actually really low even though they have this cool thing coming out. Or oh, they like their stock is really high, like Tesla, even though they sold no cars. Like, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. So that's the fun part. I love it. I love it. All right, cool mm-hmm. beans. Okay. So let, let's 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 pivot a little bit. Come. So today, um you are very wealthy, right? Um, are you single? I am. Why? Because people don't ask me out. <laughs> I How need them to get together. I got to ask this question because I have a lot of single people that follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, actually, single African-American ladies in your age bracket who follow me. And I'm just always asking that question. Is it hard dating, especially being wealthy? I don't come. So I don't immediately meet a guy and tell him, oh, by the way, I made a million dollars. today." You know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Okay. So I think first they meet me as a person. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's gotten harder. Okay. Because now it's a little hard to see who you can trust and who you can't. Yeah, yeah. Like who's coming like really because they want to get to know you and who's coming just because like you have a bag or yeah. you're well known. So now it's a little tougher than it used to be. So Kevin Samuel says, um, mm-hmm. you know, talks about this high value man, high value ladies, right? Uh, could you date? A guy. Damn, why are you I, already know, I already know this is going left. You know what I'm saying? So you, uh-huh. you, you, no. you know what I'm saying? You, you making, you know, let's just be real. You made $10 mm-hmm. million last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and could you date a guy who made only, more than $10 million, but that's all people know about. But, okay, continue. Yeah, I mean, I'm only going by from what was confirmed <laughs> to me from my people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and when they told me that, I was like, okay, cool, great. That's what's up. You know, because you date a guy who's making $35,000 a year? It's not so much the amount of money he makes, it's his mindset. Okay, break that down. Why? What do you mean For by example, that? For example, if, like, say somebody was the manager at Target. Mm-hmm. Their whole life is surrounded by Target. Yeah. Like their vacations are dictated by the company. What they do every day is dictated by when the store opens and when the store closes. And my life is more like I'm super spontaneous. I want to just, hey, you want to go on a yacht today? Let's go. Or how about let's let's just jump and go to Mexico. And I can do that. And I want him to be able your face. I want him to be able to do that, too. I mean, she just said yacht. I love yacht. Go to Mexico. Like it's nothing. Spontaneous. Why you had to get the accent on it? <laughs> <laughs> you had to add that in? I mean, oh, I mean are, now, are you paying for it? Good what question. If he, what if he can't afford it? What if it's not in his, And I hate saying can't afford it. Mm-hmm. What if it's not in his budget just to, you know, jump on the yacht today? I think I'll pay for things that I want to do. So, yes. Mm. I'll pay for the yacht. I'll pay for the chef. I'll pay for jet skis because I like that, too. So, you can respect a man. Mm-hmm. That makes way less money than you. I don't know if that's even proper grammar, but you can respect a man who doesn't even make six figures. And I only ask that because I had um, 
a, a relationship expert on a few months back. Mm-hmm. And he said that most ladies can't because they look at that guy as a project. See, I'm not trying to train nobody. <laughs> you got to come. You got to come ready. <laughs> so the training part, is that money or is that just mindset? It's mindset. So he can make $50,000, but he needs to have a mindset of a millionaire. He has to... So I think actually, let me be honest. Uh oh, here we 50. go. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So fifty thousand dollars. It's not like I said. It's not the money amount, but it's the idea that I want him to feel secure in the relationship too. So I need to know that he's gonna come in feeling like he can still be the man, even if he only makes fifty thousand. But can you respect him? I can respect him. So I guess what I'm what I'm thinking You're about right now is I am struggling. You struggling? You're struggling. You're right. I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> CJ, she's struggling. <laughs> Sean, Drew, your girl is struggling. <laughs> That's a simple yes or no question. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What do you mean? Hey, uh, tribe family members, could you respect a man, ladies, single ladies? Can you respect a man who makes less money than you? Drop a simple yes or a no in the notes in the comments below. If you're in a podcast, jump over to my YouTube, answer that question. I'm curious. Can you respect a man who doesn't who who is not in a financial position to make a million dollars a year? But the answer is yes. Cool. That's what I had to say. <laughs> Boom podcast. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face right now. Like, I really do wish y'all could see her face right now. I mean, that's easy. I mean, I think I think that's a good answer, yes. Yeah. Because I agree with you. It, it is about the mindset. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily about the money. Because the truth of the fact is, you know me, I, I, know, I know my numbers, I know my stats, right? That um, nearly 41% of black men are, are not even making $38,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And then not even 10% of all men, all people in the world, are not even making over $100,000. So... For the most part, the options are low when it comes to your kind of money. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm not even making your kind of money. You making 10, 12, 20 million dollars a year. I don't know your factual numbers. I, I'm going to say 10 because I know that's, that's what my people told me. I'm not even making 10 million dollars a year. So it's like the options are low. And I know these guys are looking at you like, yo, she's beautiful. She's young. She's successful. But dang, that's probably why she's single. Like, the do she respect men mm-hmm. who make less money? But see, it's more than that for me. I'm with you. Like, the guy, if he can come and I can still, like, be a thought partner with him, and mm. if he can, like, he'd be my safe place when, okay, she just got off a stage, but I know I could sit next to him and, like, completely relax and be me. Okay. Or, like, there's more to it okay. is what I'm thinking. But actually, I, I know this is your show, but I'm going to ask you to. Um, could you respect a woman <laughs> whoa, whoa. that makes more? Can you do that? Absolutely. I had my boy Devon Franklin on um, a few months back, and and we both were talking about this. Like, at the time, Megan Gill was making more money than him, and my philosophy is just like him, right? As soon as we get married, I don't believe, and you may be different because you got a bigger bag than me, but I don't believe in your bag is your bag, my bag is my bag. My philosophy is when we get married, your bag is my bag, my bag is your bag, that's our bag. So, like, when we get married, that's two coming in together. You're still going to respect me as the man, as the king of the home, and I'm still going to respect you as the woman and the queen of the home. And we are building together. My problem will be if she comes to me and says, this is my money, and I'm going to do this with my money. You do you with your money. But what's the point of us coming together and being married? Mm -hmm. You know, my thing is, if we can come together, 
uh, love each other, respect each other, um, have the same vision for our family, and she trusts me as the head of the home, not trying to knock the ladies. Let me say that very clearly. I know some of y'all are the head. Wait a minute. When I say the head, I'm talking about she's beside me. But, you know, as far as from a spiritual perspective, as Christians, the man is the head of the home. So for me, I'm just like, yo, what's our vision? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we both agree on the vision? Do you respect me as a man? Do I respect you as the queen? And are we working together to go and accomplish that vision? If my woman does that, man, she can make 10 times my income. I wouldn't care. But most men, most men have a problem with ladies like yourself who don't respect the man as a man. Because God made him without the bag. Mm-hmm. And God made you without the bag. So we still deserve respect. I could, I could, I could agree to that. Thank you. Because <laughs> you know I would say something else smart to it. I'm going to let you have it, okay? Oh, I love it. Yo, what's going on, fam? Hey, do yourself a favor and take out your cell phones right now and text the word TABLE to 615-930-3431. That's right. I am giving you a private and exclusive number directly to myself and my entire team. We are dedicated to helping you reach all of your goals, especially your goals around your net worth, your net worth, and growing your number one business, your number one asset, and that's your mind. So what I'm going to be doing weekly and sometimes daily, I'm going to be texting you encouraging text messages, behind-the-scene footage, some special messages from some of my special guests that will be on the table, and also free and early access to some products and some tools and some resources that I have coming out here soon. So do yourself a favor right now, take out the phones and text the word TABLE to 615-930-3431. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. You already know I approve this message. Yo, if you just now tuned in to the show, welcome back to the table. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I'm sitting at a table with my good friend, uh, Terry. Uh, but before we get back into today's conversation, I do not want you to forget that my friends over at Prize Pool um, are offering 0.30% on interest on your savings account. Prize Pool is where I park my emergency fund, okay? Uh, the average, the average bank in America is giving you 0.06%. Uh, percent. So prize pool is giving you 7.5 times higher than the average. Not even just that. Prize pool is saying, you know what? I want to have some fun. I want to have some fun and not just give people 0.30%, but they're also giving away $10,000 grand prizes every single month. So why not park your money? Why not park your emergency funds? Why not park uh, your Christmas savings account? Why not park, you know, your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving's coming up. Your Thanksgiving Black Friday uh, money over at Prize Pool. Get a little bit of money. And for just having this particular account, you enter into a chance to win $5,000, $10,000. Sounds like a good deal to me. That's why I park my money over there, especially my emergency fund. I'm going to drop the information in the show description. Go check them out absolutely free. Just get your money over there and join the people. So let's get back to the show and let's go deeper. So, Terry, 20%. That we agree on. That we disagree on. Okay. Uh Um, So I have not been a fan of single stocks uh, because studies show that nearly 78% of people who invest in single stocks tend to lose it. I do believe people tend to lose it because they, they have the lack of education. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to get you on the show. Uh, Because I do believe, however, 
after you do what I teach, okay, uh, going ahead and get out of debt, get a fully funded emergency fund, and invest 15% of your money into a solid foundation, utilizing and taking advantage of your, you know, your company matches on 401ks, mm-hmm. uh, taking the opportunity to get to an IRA. And so instead of for you going out here buying, you know, the latest and greatest stuff, if you have some leisure money, instead of you doing it on a Gucci backpack, taking that 3000 okay, you can come over here and do whatever you want. Yeah. If, if you want to do like cryptocurrency or whatever, I, I don't care. I don't do cryptocurrency. I don't do Bitcoin. Um, and I've never done single stocks neither. Um, but you believe that, and let's be real, you do have an IRA. We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you are debt free. Okay, so that's why she's on my show, all right? Uh, because she rock with me, you know what I'm saying? She ain't she ain't wealthy with a bunch of debt like some of these other millionaires out there. Mm-hmm. And I and I love something you said to me the other day. It was like, Anthony, it will be actually pathetic of me to have this much wealth and to have debt. Yes. I appreciate you for saying that because that got you even more cool points to get on my show. I appreciate it. But <laughs> help me understand why you dive, oh, let's go here. What exactly is day trading? Because my people are like, okay, what is day trading? It sounds scary. They don't know what it is. This is your lane. I don't yeah. have expertise in this lane. Uh, what exactly is day trading? Yeah. And before I answer that, there's a couple points that you made that I want to address. Oh, shoot. So the 401k, I actually do think that's a really good idea. Like Absolutely. When I first started trading, I used that money to start with. So, like, oh. all the jobs that I had left in the past, uh-huh. like, I would go take those old 401ks and I moved them into a self-directed IRA. Mm. And then I started trading in those when I was learning. Oh. So, that's super important. And okay. I would put in as much as I could till my company matched. Okay. And so, that, like, I was trading with, like, free money because it was my company's money. Got you. Got you. So, that's important. So, that's the 5%. You did self-direct IRAs. I just say put it into a, you know, a Roth IRA in a safety, but Okay. Uh, hey, I'm gonna be real. I told you, I'm not changing. I'm not changing who I am. Okay, but I mean, you so, have a right to say what you want to say. Right. You so that show? is good. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, uh, what was next? There was something else you said. Now I can't remember. <laughs> Oh, I you think ain't going to come on the table the and just flip it on me like that. No, the paying off debt. That yes. is super important, too. Absolutely. But I will say I paid off my student loans with trading. Okay. So I didn't, like, start debt-free and then start trading. Okay. I actually had a little bit of debt still, learned how to trade, and then used some of that to pay for it. Yeah, we totally disagree on that. But I Understandable. I love but you. I just wanted to Give tell you. Okay. Cool, let's keep going. <laughs> so that is that. And okay. now day trading. Okay. So day trading, and this is like the best thing ever. This is why you need to do single stocks. Oh, my gosh. Just so you know. So, oh, wait, actually, can I check to see you if I made a million dollars? Yeah, so, okay, so before we started the show, you guys, I don't know if you all saw my um, IG reel a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we couldn't start the show on time because um, Terry's actually in the middle of making, possibly making a million dollars. I'm, I've, I've been following her account. Let's see if it's sold. Um, and she... Okay. We didn't, it didn't sell yet. It didn't sell yet. Yeah, we're okay. above 800000 You're above 800000 Yeah, but okay. it didn't sell yet. I mean, but let's just, let's just can we just say that you're, you're at $800,000 today. Yeah. You know, that's, that's amazing, which is why I'm like, okay, cool. If you got leisure money... If you want to take advantage and you're out of debt and you got your fully funded, you know, 15% over there, um, I'm, I'm curious to learn more about it. Yeah. So exactly help help my tribe out. Okay. What exactly is day trading? So the basics, basics, basics. 
So in high school, I ran a candy store. Okay. And I would buy blow pops okay. at wholesale, like at Costco, okay. for like 10 cents. Okay. Then I would go to school and I would sell them for 25 cents. Okay. Right? Bought low, sold high. Bought low, sold high. Yes. Okay. Literally, that's the same thing that I'm doing with stocks. Okay. So like right now on this million dollar trade, I bought Amazon low okay. and moved up $100. I'm sell it high. Oh. Literally the same thing. So, for an example, if you bought Amazon at $100 and let's say it's worth $200, you're selling it at $200, but you bought it at $100. Yes, and I get to make the difference. Okay. So, that's right. like literally what's happening. Okay. Now, then the question becomes, okay, Terry, well, how do you know what price is good to buy it? That's when you do more things like you look at charts and look at past stock price movement. And then that's where I can know, okay, this is a place where big banks are buying. Yeah. And I can see, okay, Morgan Stanley is buying a million shares at $100. That's where I need to be. Or Goldman Sachs is selling at $200. That's where I need to sell. Okay. So, like, that's the behind the scenes. But literally, it's just you're buying it at a certain price and then selling it at a higher price to make money. Okay. So I think some people are excited and also confused and also like this seems too good to be true because she just said she has she's making $800,000 right now Yeah. for the common folk who are just going to start off, mm -hmm. you know, um, where do they start? How do they start? What's the best practice for them with their leisure money? Because I think some people, you know, let's, let's just say they're going to get um, a Gucci backpack or a Gucci um or a Louis Vuitton backpack. That's that's two three thousand mm -hmm. um, dollars. Do they start with that? Do they start with a hundred bucks? Do they start with two hundred? Where do people start? I definitely think they should take that Louis money and put it in the stock market. So forget the purse. Um, yeah, two thousand dollars on a purse. Why are we spending two thousand dollars on a purse? Wait, 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 hold on. Don't do that. Do you have a Louis purse? I don't. I don't. You gonna buy me a Louis purse? No, Terry. Well, you, then you, I don't. You ain't got a purse. You don't have a Louis purse. I don't. Do you have a name brand purse? No. What kind of car you drive? A Kia Sportage. It's paid off. It works. But guess how much I make in the market? <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. <laughs> All y'all, hey, put me back on this camera right here. Put me right back. Okay? I, oh, podcast, I wish y'all were, were here to see my face. Because she just literally confirmed what I've been teaching. That not all millionaires have the expensive cars, have all the name brands. But listen to what she said. Why put $2,000 over here when I can take that $2,000 and make money over here? Why buy this car when it drives good and boom, boom, boom. But now what I do know about Terry is you got beautiful homes. Yes. And one of them's in Puerto Rico. And Lord have mercy. That is a beautiful baby right there. Okay, all right, it's cool. Let's let's go back. Let's go back. But I just really wanted people to hear that. Like, yo, you don't have a name brand. Mm -mm. You take that money and you invest it. Right. You're not driving a high-end car. When you make enough money where you can go buy whatever car you want cash, uh, but you do value homes um, and you do value shoes. I do want the people to know uh, she do value shoes. I have a couple cute shoes. I mean, you got some dope ones, some dope yeah. tennis shoes too. Your, 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 kicks, your, your kick game is fine. Thank you. I saw that the other day. I was like, okay, I see you, T. I value, so the things I spend my money on, and then we'll go back to the yeah, brokerage. But the things I spend my money on are travel. Okay. I love experiences. That's why it's called so, trade and travel. Yeah, so when I go, I want to stay at a nice place. Like, if yeah. we're doing a hotel, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. I want a villa on the water. Like, I want the whole shebang. Yeah. And then I value where I live. Mm. Because, like, most of the That's time home. we're home. Yeah. So those are where I spend my money. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So... People start with two thousand dollars. Yes. Okay, and I need you to be real, my people. Yep. Because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna check you if you don't. 
again. Okay. I only can find a Terry. That's let's, my girl. So the two thousand dollars. <laughs> let's let's go back to that. Okay, two thousand so. dollars. If they have that investment, mm-hmm. what do they two do? Two questions. What do they do? And is there a strong possibility that they can lose all of it? Great. Okay. So let's start first with what do they do? Yes. So honestly, mm-hmm. what I would tell them to do is first get educated. Yep. Like spend some money on getting educated because what will happen is, and this this may sound cliche, okay. but what will happen is people will jump into Robinhood account or whatever account mm. and they have no education and they'll try to figure it out on their own and then they'll lose $2,000 yeah. and they could have just used that on the front end to learn what to do. Yes. So I actually think when you first start, First investment should be some education around how to invest yes. correctly. And we're going to talk about that. So y'all keep that locked. Yeah. Because that's why you're here. And then, thank you. And then once they do that, the next thing is, okay, I want you to take $500 of it and put it into an account, like fund a brokerage account. That's okay. step one. You have to open a brokerage account. Okay. A brokerage account is kind of like a checking account, but it's a checking account where you can actually invest in stocks. Okay. You know this, but yeah. just for anybody who doesn't. Absolutely. Let's do it. So I actually don't think they should do the whole 2000 Put 500 and then trade in a simulated account. Okay. Yep. It depends what broker you use, but I know TD Ameritrade, TradeStation, and a couple others, you can fund the account and then trade with fake money first. Okay. That's actually step one. Okay. As you're learning in whatever program, then practice with fake money until you become good. Okay. Again, we're trying to avoid the just try it out and then lose all your money. We're gotcha. avoiding that. Gotcha. So you're trading with the fake money. Okay. As you start seeing that your returns are increasing, then you can start putting the whole 2000 into that account. And your goal is going to be to make on a regular basis, it doesn't have to be every day, but about 1% of your cash amount. So, so 2000 is 20 bucks. Yes. Okay. But just think, if you're doing that each day, that's still $100 a, a week, week, $400 a month. That's 20% return, which is huge. That's bigger yeah. than somebody on here I know is going to be like, Terry, nobody can make 20% a month. My students are doing it. They're making $1,000 in a day. Yeah. Like, we know that they're doing it. I have. But those small baby steps, like trying yeah. to just go for 1% return, is going to eventually start adding up to bigger amounts. Okay. So... I guess for me, my biggest fear is they take that two thousand and let's just say they put it in there after they get education, uh, which I believe you do provide the best education. I've seen your course. Uh, I, I I respect your course. Can can my people lose their money? Yes. Okay. So and 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 I'm just being honest. I, I appreciate you for being honest. Every investment, there's also a, a risk. Absolutely. So one of the big parts of my course is like the whole week two. Okay. Like you get in first, I get you started, but then week two, we're talking about risk management. Okay. So there is a big like plan in order to protect yourself from losing. Okay. One of those things is called a stop loss order. Okay. A stop loss is literally, it's an order type where if the stock starts falling, it'll take you out of the trade. Okay. So you can dictate how much you are going to lose. And I think that's where people get scared. They think they're just going to lose the whole 2000 But if I put a stop loss in that says, if I lose 100 take me out, the max I can lose is 100 oh. But most people don't know that's, a, that's, that's available, available, that that exists. Oh. So there are ways to protect your investment. Also, even before you get into the trade, you should be calculating your reward to risk ratio. So not your risk to reward. You start off with rewards to risk. Some people say risk to reward, but I like, I think it's an easier calculation. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like for me, my reward should be three times my risk. So if I'm trying to make, 
$100, I don't want to risk more than $30 on this trade. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. And you can calculate that before you even take the trade. So that's, again, how you take higher probability trades okay. and how you can kind of protect yourself from losing as much. So what kind of stocks are, are you investing in on, like, on a daily basis? Great question. I do healthy companies. I'm not a penny stock girl. Okay. If somebody comes to me with a stock that I don't know, that's not that's not me. Mm. I'm looking at healthy companies that longer term investors would probably invest in too. Okay. So we're looking at the the Apples, the Amazons, the Facebooks, the Chipotle, good solid companies that have had an upward trend over time. Yeah. Like I said, longer term company or investors would probably pick the same ones, but we just trade in and out of it for income. Ah, uh, boy, 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 boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So once they get in, right? How many students have you had go through your course? Over seven thousand. Over seven thousand. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, out of those seven thousand, what would you say? Is the average, like, what is your average student saying that they're making um, on a monthly basis? Yeah. Well, I can't say an average because it's a a self-paced course. I love it. So people can kind of go at their own pace. I love it. But I will say we had a million dollar in a day challenge. Wait, 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 wait. Where people were making a million dollars in a day? No. Oh, where okay. I was about to say, girl, we, now you sounded too good to be true. I'm not too good to be true. You just don't know. <laughs> Yo, I'm just keeping but, it above. Um, okay. But no, so if if I could teach a thousand people to make a thousand dollars in a day, that means my community, our trade and travel group, would be generating a million dollars a day. Wow. And we've tracked that. Wow. So we had people like if they hit a thousand dollars in a day and there were rules because yeah. we didn't want it to be like outlandish. Yeah. But if they made a thousand dollars in a day, they took a screenshot and they sent it to us. Okay. Just early, like in the beginning of this year, we had we hit over a thousand students making a thousand dollars in a day. Now we're closer to 2,000 students making $1,000 in a day. Are you serious? Yes. And they're like, literally, like it's realized gain. They can now go in. Like I have one girl, she's funding scholarships for students with her money. So she's making an impact. Yes, exactly. Like we're changing lives for real. Yeah. We have another lady, she renovated her kitchen, but she was so excited because her husband told her, like, this is all the money you're going to get. So she decided to invest the money instead of just putting it on the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She made the money for the kitchen and still had her money there. So she could then start looking for other renovation projects. Wow. Yes. So it's it's just cool. You know, what? while I'm looking at you, I see you get excited. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of months ago, you had a group of young millennial, um, I'm just going to be real, uh, black people at your house. Was a mastermind, and you were you mm-hmm. all were focused on wealth. Why is wealth so building wealth mm-hmm. so important for you within a minority community? I think that there's so many systematic problems that we could change, but they're all based on lack of funding. Mm. So education. Mm. I've been in the education system. I've seen how like our schools in certain neighborhoods don't do as well as schools in other neighborhoods, literally because the taxes in our neighborhood don't cover the education. Yes. Right. Yes. And then like healthcare. like COVID broke my heart because a lot more black people were passing away. But it was because we still had to go to work. We couldn't work from home. We had to like quit our jobs to be with the kids because the kids weren't in school. Like there were so many things that were because we didn't have the funding. So if we can change the funding, then we could change so many other problems around us. And if our people know how to generate money from their money, now it's an endless skill that they don't have to ever give up. So that's important to me. I think one of the reasons why I like you too is because one, you're just real cool. 
like on your personal side. You laugh a lot, you have a good time, and then your heart is just so pure, you know? Um, I see a lot of people out there teaching what you teach, but I don't trust their heart. And I love how you keep it very real. Yes, you can lose money, but you know, here's how you do not lose money. But one of the things that I'm very big on, uh, one of my mentors told me this, chase influence, chase being impactful and the money will come. And when I see your face, it's like you get excited talking about impact. Yeah. You get excited helping people reach their goals, helping people be able to fund scholarship, helping people find a vehicle to where they can redo their kitchens, helping people find money for education. I mean, in doing that, you're making money while you're doing that. Um, and I agree. You know, I, I, I believe that everyone should have some level of, of wealth, but I'm right there with you. Um, I'm tired of seeing the minority community struggle. I'm tired of seeing our schools you know, unfortunately have the minority schools. And inside of these minority schools, you got some white people in them, you know. Uh, but these low-end schools need the education. They need the funding. And so I'm right there with you. And part of that is eliminating your debt. Um, and then also, once you eliminate your debt, how do you build wealth so you can leave your kids something? A legacy. A legacy is mm-hmm. very big for me. When you think of legacy as a single woman with your success right now, what what comes to mind? I honestly think of Martin Luther King. Like, he has not, like, after he passed away, his, like, what he stood for never went away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, literally on street signs. It's literally celebrated every year. Like, his I Have a Dream speech is said by every young kid in every oratorical contest around the world. Like, that's legacy. Okay. So, for me, it's, when I pass away, I want people to still remember Terry Gioma, but not so much just that, but just, like, what did she leave behind? She taught us how to generate money, and, like, no, a lot of us don't talk about that at our tables. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I got some more questions for you, because, I mean, this is my show, so I just bounce all over the place. Y'all, okay. thank y'all so much for rocking with me, but I know y'all saying, Anthony, get back to the day trading. I need some more information. So give us the pros and cons of day and swing trading versus long-term investing. Great. So long-term investing, just for those who don't know, are I'm going to buy a stock and I'll hold it 40 years, 50 years till retirement. Yep. Day trading, as we said, is I'm going to buy a stock, but I'm going to trade it and make income from it. Yep. Right? Pros and cons of day and swing trading. One, I can use that money right now. Mm -hmm. So if I want to go buy a car, which I don't. But if I want to go buy a car, I can. If I want to pay for my kids' daycare, I can. If I lose my job because I get sick, I'm still okay. Like, I literally had students who got sick from COVID but were making money at home, right, in the bed. Yeah. So part of it is it's flexible. It's fast. You can use the money right now. It's something that you can do without a boss. Like, I I quit the school because I didn't want to have my boss. She was crazy. Oh. Yes. Um, She said that right here at the table. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. But really. So. (laughs) No, like, really, though, like, I would do, like, these big projects, and she would be, like, nitpicky on one thing. Like, I put up these panels one time, and then she was like, oh, no, the color of that thumbtack is the wrong color. Wow. Really? Wow. Really? Wow. So you don't have to have a boss. You could do it by yourself. You could do it from anywhere. Like, I literally can be on my cell phone, by the way. I'm going to check in a minute. Okay. Make sure I make a million dollars today. But um, You had a minute about checking that. I'm just saying. that's. I mean, that's a good day. <laughs> a million dollars a good day. 
Okay, all right, all right, all right. Like, um, yeah, you can so, do it from anywhere. So let's say, okay, this individual followed what I teach, right? Get out of debt, um, has a fully funded emergency fund, uh, is investing 15%, you know, into good, good growth stock mutual funds and 401ks, right? And they have some extra money left over. What do you say to the individual who wants to trade, but they're scared of losing the money? They just work so hard to get out of debt, to, you know, get, get a good solid foundation on their funds. They're hearing you. They, they want to experience that. They have a couple thousand dollars to invest, but they're scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm be real with you. I'd be a little scared, too. You know, what do you what do you say to that individual? Any investment you take is going to be a risk. That could even be if you decide to go into entrepreneurship. Mm. The first years of entrepreneurship are hard, and usually you lose money first before you start making profit. Facts. With a house, I bought a house in Chicago right before the crash. The the, the one right above me sold for $7,000 in an auction. So my value plummeted to $7,000. I'm still underwater. So real estate, not for sure either. You can always lose. Stocks. Yes, you can lose, but at least you have the money in your account. So you have the flexibility to get out of the trade and do something different. So no matter what investment, there's a risk. Mm. You're going to, if you want to succeed and be more wealthy, you're going to have to just jump out on faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things I think the problem with um, with people who get into this space is they get into it with the lack of education. You know, Um, I believe in seeking wisdom and knowledge before you do anything. And um, I want to know what can people get from your course? You know, what, what, if people said, all right, cool, I, I, I rock with Anthony, but I want to try this. I got some leisure money. I got some extra money uh, that I want to do. Um, instead of for buying this, I'm going to go just try this for a little bit. Um, what kind of education and knowledge will they get from your course that separates you from other courses out there? Yeah. The coolest thing, and this is what I've heard separates me, is I was in the education world. I'm a teacher. Yeah. So, like, my course is built out like a solid curriculum. Like, I literally think if you were to go and do, like, continued education at a college, they would give you my course. Yeah. So, you come in first. I'm going to teach you what kind of companies to choose because that's the first thing that goes wrong. Like, literally, my first big loss was because I chose the wrong company. I was like, oh, everybody has this. It's going to be great. It did not. Like Tesla? It was Pandora. Mm. Is Tesla a bad choice? No, it's not. But at the same time, it depends when you buy it. Got you. Last year when it was going up crazy, like honestly, it still wasn't a healthy company, but it was just running. Tesla wasn't making money. They they were losing money. They're not gonna they're not gonna be in their valuation for years. So honestly, I'm not gonna say what's good or bad, but I will say people trade it and make money. Is it a long term good investment? I don't know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Their batteries, though, are really good. All Absolutely. the other electric cars are going to use them. So maybe for that, they are good. So yeah, I got you. Um, so from your course. You're going to learn how to pick a good company. Okay. Then you learn the risk management things we talked about. So now how do you not lose? Like a boat can't float if you keep losing water, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or taking on water. Yeah, yeah. So then how do you make sure to protect yourself? Then we go into charting. Because reading the chart will tell you what's the best price to get into this stock. So I know people saying well, charting. What is charting? Charting is like I'm I'm a visual yeah, person. Yeah, I like, see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but charting is you can look at the past price of a stock and it'll tell you where the stock is going. 
Mm-hmm. That's what you. I was telling you. You can see in candlesticks where big banks are buying like millions of shares. Okay. But wherever they buy, it's like an auction. Gotcha. If you have a ton of people buying, the price will start rising. Okay. If you have a ton of people selling, the price will start going down. Okay. You can see that in a stock chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll learn that as well. And then you'll learn my trading plan, which puts everything together for you and gives you like a checklist. Okay, these are Terry's seven steps. Did I do these things? Now I can take the trade and feel confident. I love it. I love it. My Mm -hmm. um, uh, video producer, he uh, purchased your course and he literally called me the night of like, like, yo, she teaches like a school teacher. Like you you teach the, the basic from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think that's what people need. If if they're going to dive into this space, uh, you need to get a good teacher. You need to get a good mentor that will walk you through this um, program. And 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 I love that. So this is what I'm going to do. Podcast listeners, uh, YouTube, and if you're watching anywhere else, I'm going to drop a link to her course um, in my show description. Uh, y'all know how I roll. Terry know how I roll. I already told her up front. Now, if you out of debt and you have a fully funded emergency fund, okay, and you are already investing your 15% into what I believe your 401k and your growth stock mutual funds was a great foundation and you got some extra money you want to play with, yo, before you go play with that money, take the course, okay? Get the education. So this way, you can start making the money that Terry is doing. And I, I have to be honest, you know, it took me a while to be like, all right, Terry, you can come on to the show because I'm very careful about who I allow on my show. But I've 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 gotten several um screenshots and text messages from Terry with her bank account and all the type of stuff. And uh, this woman is definitely doing it. Uh, she's been in the game for what, eleven years now? Eleven. Eleven mm-hmm. years. Um and I can definitely say, like I said, uh, this is confirmed from Teachable publicly that she made $10 million last year. Um, and she is their number one creator in the history of Teachable. Uh, so her course is clearly working. So I'm going to drop that information in the show description. Uh, check it out. And if you're going to do this, man, uh, do it with the right teacher. Okay? Um, and do it. What? You disagree? No, oh, I, everything you said was good. Okay, I was about but, to say, Terry, nah, they, my people got to be out of debt first, yo. Wait, but can I add something? Oh, Lord. Please. Go ahead, Terry. Okay. I do know that it's an investment. Like, when people click the link, they're going to be like, oh, man, this is kind of high. Yeah. But I want to let them know, like, when I started trading, mm-hmm. the trading classes I took were $30,000 per class. $30,000 per class. Oh, no. And I was still in education. So that's almost like my whole salary. Mm-mm. But I knew. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world. But what? But I'm making a million dollars now. So I invested $30,000 per class into myself so that I can be able to now generate a million dollars whenever I want to. I got you. That's an investment. Right. And I think that when people start looking at it like that, and I'm I'm charging way less than what I was about I to paid, say, you are way right, less than that. Way less. I mean, you know we're near that price. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But when you think about it like that, like my students, some of them are paying off the cost of the class. As they learn how to trade, Absolutely. they're paying it off in like a couple months after they finish. Absolutely. And then when you start hitting that $1,000 in a day, that's a skill set you're going to have the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. There's no caps on how many times you can do that. Yeah. So that's how people should think about this. It's an investment, but you're investing in the skill set for your life. Absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, mm-hmm. when's the last time? I remember I've I've gone to like 
conferences, uh, two-day conferences, spending three, $4,000 to sit up on the John Maxwell, you know, your Tony Robbins, and really learn some things. So I agree that you should make a good investment to yourself. The number one investment you should be making is into you, is into your brain. Mm-hmm. Then you take that information and you make wise move, um, a wise move from it. So I, I totally agree. You know we're near the price. No. And my, my, my video producer loves it. Him and his young lady are watching it now, and they're like, yo, it's the real deal. But he also, you know, follows my teachings as well. Oh, that's so sad. I'm playing. I'm playing. Listen, man, one thing I love about the table is I, I respect all different perspectives. You know, a couple of uh, weeks ago, I had, you know, my girls on here who 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 rock with credit cards. And I was like, well, that's cool. That's great. I don't do credit cards. You know, I, I do all cash. You know, my thing is I want to show people you can be young, you can be black, you can be wealthy uh, with no debt. Mm-hmm. And you're proving that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I, I absolutely love it. So. For those of you all listening right now, um, I'm going to drop Terry's information um, in the uh, show description. So check that out. Click on the link. Check it out. Um, And I encourage you, please, if you are going to invest, do not invest first. Invest into yourself. Get the knowledge. Get the wisdom. Then go from there. But I just got to say it one more time. Please don't invest if you still got debt and you don't have a fully funded emergency fund. I would hate for you to blow all that money and then life hits and you're not prepared for it. So please, please, please hear me clearly. I do that for your boy. And I even think Terry wants you to be yeah. safe as well. And you for know? your audience, because I know they're going to try to beat me up. I right. do agree with most of the stuff you say. I know you do. Yeah. I mean, I think literally maybe it's 10%. Okay. So, Terry, some fun before you go. What is one thing about you that people should know outside of the wealthy millionaire educator? What is one thing? Okay, play this. What is one hobby that you actually enjoy doing? I love going to the movies. You love going to the movies. What's your favorite category at the movies? Romance. Romance? Yes. Comedy romance? This is the same woman that said if you slide in her DM, she's not going to, to, to answer. Well, it's not that I'm not. My cousins are going to answer. And then they're going to evaluate whether you deserve to be forwarded to the text messages. They got to be a buffer. We got to have a line in there. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So you love romance. You love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. You trade and travel. So on the travel part, where is... Um, ooh, what is one tip for people to get good deals on traveling? Ooh, well, you know what? You should always put a VPN on your computer. So What's they don't, a VPN? A VPN is where it, it like, doesn't show where your computer really is. Like, it clones your location. Okay. But that way you get cheaper deals. Because, like, ah. say that you're in London, it'll give you London deals versus if you say you're in the U.S. Ooh. Yeah. And it also protects you from cyber security craziness. Is there a cost for a VPN? Mm, it's cheap. It's, like... Ten dollars a month or something like that. All right, bet you guys. I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add a link. You give me one after the show, okay. and we'll put that link in the show description um, for VPN. That's good. I never heard of that. If you put it on your cell phone too, it'll let you watch Netflix overseas because you know there's some places you can't watch it. Mm-hmm. See, look at this multi-millionaire teaching us some stuff. VPN. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you use a specific site for your traveling? Um, not so much. Okay. Anything. Like, I try to find deals. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. You, you definitely are um, a frugal millionaire. Yes. I, 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 I definitely uh, know that about you. Um, okay, you travel a lot. Favorite place you've been? 
Israel. I love Tel Aviv. Israel. That was, was my gorgeous. favorite. Really? Now, was it, was it your favorite because of the scenery or because of what Israel stands for? Both. But I love the fact that, like, I did not think it was going to look like a Miami-Chicago mix. Are you serious? I thought it was going to look like Jesus just, just passed away. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm so <laughs> and, with you. And so I was completely shocked. I just, and it was like a fluke for me. I was in Greece and I was like, I don't want to go home yet. Where should I go? Oh, let's just hop, hop over to Israel. So, wow, that's great. You know, I'm taking a group of millennials uh, to Israel really? um, next year. Oh, I that's am. Uh, God put on my heart to um, take 60 millennials to Israel uh, next year to really show them where Jesus walked. Mm-hmm. But then also to have a good time, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna drink some wine, you know, um, at communion. You know, we're gonna walk. Um, there's one of my the best fish I've ever had in my life was from Israel. Really, the best fish I've ever had in my life. Hmm. Was I love from the Israel. hummus there too. Everything oh, was so fresh, so fresh, yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. But I think the best part for me was really wasn't the scenery. It was man, I'm actually on the land that my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, walked. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm riding on the, the sea where, where, where Jesus was. Like, I'm, like, I I cried. I was emotional at least two, three times a day because my Bible yeah. turned into 3D. Exactly. And so I literally, I came back and God said, hey, you need to bring other young people here to Israel. Did you go to the Dead Sea? Oh, I went to the Dead Sea. And did you like dip yourself in the salt and stuff? I sure did. I actually posted a picture of me floating and I took my Bible out there and mm. I sat out there while everyone else was out there playing in the water. I sat out there and read the Dead Sea story while I was wow. in the Dead Sea. I literally, and that's the first trip after Disneyland with my kids mm-hmm. and my family. That's going to be the first trip I want to take. I want to take my kids to Israel. And, and show them, hey, this is in the Bible. This is that. Yeah. Like, that's just, I want to give, which is why I so love having you on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's why I want to build wealth. I don't want to build wealth so I can show it off. I want to build wealth so I can provide amazing, life-changing um, experiences for my family. Yeah. And for my kids. And for other families. Because you'll have enough to actually let other families in that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, for those of you all, um, keep a lock with me because um, I'm going to give you some more information on uh, when that's coming up. I only can take 60 people. Can I go? Uh, um, maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah. You're going to donate to the cause? I could. <laughs> I'm going to donate the Hummus Fund. The Hummus Fund. The Hummus Fund was, the hummus was great. Yo, listen, um, <laughs> since we're talking about Jesus, let me end today's show with this, man. Here's a scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. It says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. Today's affirmation. Okay, I want y'all to, to hear me clearly and repeat after me if you're listening on podcasts. But if you're watching this on YouTube, I want you to type this below. Today's affirmation is my ability to conquer my challenges is limitless. My potential to succeed is infinite. Amen. I got quiet there for a minute because I really want really want that to sit, it's really just soak in. My ability to conquer my challenges is limitless, but my potential to succeed, God is the limit. 
you can succeed. Whatever you put your mind to, whatever you put your heart to, God gave you the gifts, the skills, and the tools necessary to succeed. And I'm telling you right now, if you rock with Terry, if you rock with me, um, you're going to learn how to succeed. You know, you're going to learn how to get out of debt. You're going to learn how to create a solid foundation for your life. And then it gives you options to actually enjoy your money. And you can take that money and go invest with Terry. Go do something else. Um, but I, I really do believe that God wants to see all of his people succeed. And I, I'm excited about today's show uh, because I think, Terry, you, you've helped bring some understanding to people. Um, you've challenged me to think outside the box. Shane changed my mind. Don't get it twisted, y'all. I don't play around. Uh, but I, I love her. So check out the link. Y'all, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. I'm going to see y'all next week. Peace out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.